I think if you want to make sales socially, you have to really create that relationship where people feel like they know you. I've never met these people, but I can tell you so much about them. It's crazy. And you have to create that relationship where people feel like they know you, trust you, value what you're offering, and then want to buy from you. I absolutely love that. Welcome to the Making Sales Social Podcast, featuring the top voices in sales and marketing. Join hosts Bryn Tillman and Bill McCormick as they discuss the best tips and strategies they are teaching their clients so you can leverage them for your own virtual and social selling. Here are your hosts, Bryn Tillman and Bill McCormick. Hey everyone, welcome to Making Sales Social. I'm Bill McCormick. I'm Bryn Tillman. So Bryn, who's joining us today? So I met this fabulous human in New York the day she quit her VP of sales job, came to a LinkedIn training and said to me, I need to figure out what I want to do next. Can you help me? And I said, that's not really what I do. And she said, yes, you do. She was really good at management side, but she really loved the coaching and the sales training side. So I said, go be a sales trainer and take a Jeffrey Gittimer course. And now she's married to him. So Jennifer Gittimer, <laughs> thank you for being here. It's really an honor to be here. And I am just, thank you for that introduction. That was amazing. <laughs> You're amazing. So, so, so Jen, tell our audience a little bit about what you do now. You took her advice and, and took it, really took it to the extreme, I think. But It's kind of funny that I sold Bryn on making an offer that she didn't even offer. <laughs> but she really did change my life because it not only impacted my future career, but also my, my marriage, my family, my everything. So just... Uh, an abundance of thank you that I'm emanating and, and just appreciation through the screen. I started out really young, loving sales. At five years old, I knew what selling was and I was a salesperson. And I'm not just talking about selling candy bars to my parents in terms of like, mom, I want this candy bar, selling her on buying it for me. But I'm also talking about I would get really bored on Saturdays when my grandma took me to the grocery store and I would stand outside the grocery store selling bracelets. And at this very young age, I, I propped up a table, no joke. I don't know how they left me outside, different times. I had a little fold up chair and a propped up table and beaded bracelets. And uh, what, I, what I quickly realized was no one wanted my bracelets, meaning like my colors, my designs didn't really matter. They wanted their colors, their designs, the things that they cared about, their teams, their affiliations, their favorite color, whatever it may be. And so what I would do was rather than making all these bracelets that I loved, I would make custom and I would have them pay and then I would return the next week. <laughs> And I would bring them their bracelets. I started out really young and selling and loving it, watching my mom sell millions of dollars of printing every year for the printing company that she and my dad owned. And just learning, just absorbing, just being a sponge. Our dinner table conversations were like a real world MBA, literally. Eventually, I went into sales on my own, selling cut co knives selling at school all throughout college and then eventually landed a job 
where I was grew from executive assistant to the CEO all the way to second in charge in the sales division for a company that was like 150 people when I joined. And when I left, we were had we had grown to 1,500 people, sold to News Corp. My responsibilities had skyrocketed. I was not knowingly um, making decisions that were impacting the stock price. I had way too much uh, responsibility at a young age and they just trusted me and I figured it out. And so after that, I realized I loved, and this is kind of now going, catching you up to when I met Brim, I loved selling and I loved teaching people and helping people make more sales, grow their business, grow whatever it was that they were selling. And that leads me to today where I've written a best-selling book on sales and help entrepreneurs make more money, make more sales. And what's the name of the book? It's called Sales in a New York Minute. I love that title. So one of the questions we ask all of our guests is, Jen, to you, what does making sales social mean to you? Making sales social is it's two things. Because when I think of social, I think of actually just being social and creating a relationship and rapport. But there's also this like social selling kind of thing that comes to mind of selling online. And still, when you're selling online, you're making sales social in the sense that you still need to build rapport. You still need to build a relationship. They need to know who you are, like you, trust you, all those things, or they're never going to buy from you. Think about all the last three to four purchases you made from a human being. Did you follow them for like a minute or did you know them for a while? Last week I bought a $37 course, but I had been following these people for maybe two or three years. And then their Facebook ad came up and I'm like, oh, I know them. And I actually want to learn this. It was a no brainer. I didn't think for more than like one minute about if I was going to buy it. Then there's a little order bump, 27 bucks. You want that too? Yes. Then it gets me to the next. I'm buying everything in their funnel. Why? Because they showed up socially online. They created that no like trust. They have a great reputation. They're always giving value and it made me want to buy. And so I think if you want to make sales socially, you have to really create that relationship where people feel like they know you. I've never met these people, but I can tell you so much about them. It's crazy. And you have to create that relationship where people feel like they know you, trust you, value what you're offering, and then want to buy from you. I absolutely love that. And that is foundational to sales generally, right? Like if you can't create that connection, unless you're selling a $1.99 widget, right? Like from Amazon, if you're in that kind of stuff, you have to build that rapport. So, you know, one of the things that, uh, one of the many things that you do is you do a lot of free coaching on Facebook live every Friday. It's 1130 Eastern in my Facebook group. Is anyone allowed to join your Facebook group? It's for breakthrough babes. And, um, it's, I'm actually tweaking it so that it's going to be for online coaches and course creators. Fabulous. What I would say is there is extreme value in that live. Every single time you get on, even if it's a small shift in the way I'm thinking, there's an aha moment. And that you can do that over and over and over again is absolutely mind-blowing. It's one of the things that's so great. And you never sell, yet you are incredibly successful in your sales. 
So I'd love to hear a little bit about your philosophy around how you keep showing up and then how that converts. Online, it's different because it's interesting that you say I never sell. I'm always selling. And, but you just, it doesn't feel sleazy. It doesn't feel like I'm selling. Everyone is always selling, right? You're selling with this show. People are getting to know you better. That's selling in a sense that you're showing up, you're providing uh, consistency in your value. You're providing value. You're attracting people. And this is all selling, except when people think of selling, they think of you saying like, okay, so go down below and click that buy now button. Did you click it yet? That's annoying. If we go back to the like idea of selling socially, it's all about creating that relationship and then creating an offer that's so irresistible that people want to buy it from you. It's providing this consistency in your messaging always, right? And then following that up with how you're serving people so that when they go to make a referral or a testimonial, like I told my coach about the program, she just messaged me an hour ago. She goes, I just bought the program so I could see what you were looking at. And if you're bringing value, yeah, that the snowballs. It's so good. As we talk about working through different things, I'm curious, what sales strategy are you teaching your clients now that helps them to stand out from their competition. If you're selling online, one of the things besides providing value and a consistent message and all that is taking your audience along for the journey. So I have a podcast called the Breakthrough Bay Podcast. And every week I am on there and, you know, giving something of value. If I were to say next week, out of nowhere, you guys, I just came out with this really great program. Go here, click now, buy that, whatever. People would feel kind of lost because they'd feel like, wow, we knew Jen for all this time. We've been listening to her show. She's never once mentioned that. And now all of a sudden out of thin air, she has this thing. It's like, why does anyone like reality TV or um, like the housewives or the Kardashians or the bachelor? It's because they want to be along for the drama and the journey. And so instead of just showing up and saying like, oh, this thing happened out of thin air. No, take them along, show them behind the scenes, show them how you're creating it. Talk about anything that may have come up while you're doing it, right? Like, look, you guys, I'm making this course and it's never flowed out. I was up till 3 a.m. last night, and this is a true story, working on this sales course that I'm about to launch. Like, that's the kind of thing that people want to know. They want to know that behind the scenes stuff because they want to feel like they're a part of it. That's freaking awesome. And then they're invested when it, comes out. Inherently, people want to see you win. And so they're cheering you along and they feel like they're part of it. And now it's released and they're like, oh my God, I got to go support her. Right. Versus you guys, I've been keeping this to myself. It's a secret. I've been working really hard on this thing for the past, but I didn't think to tell you all my followers. But as we're talking about doing that, what you're saying is bring them closer. We're in this time of now, you know, social distancing is the big, is the big thing. And I like to say it's, it's gotta be physical distancing because we need to be more socially connected. And so Jen, I think that's what I hear you saying is bring them in closer so that you can start developing that relationship even sooner. Yes, 100, 100%. I remember that this was a really, it was a defining moment for me when I had this realization. So Jeffrey, my husband and I have season tickets to the, well, I don't even know if they're playing right now, but the the Knights, the um, minor league baseball team in Charlotte. And it was 
I think now two years ago, we went to pick up our season tickets. It was season ticket holder day. And they make this really nice luncheon dinner kind of thing at, you know, buffet, right? And so all I thought was we're going to pick up our tickets, eat some free food and go home. And some guy comes out from out of nowhere and he's like, Jeffrey, get him her. And, you know, talking to my husband as if like, you know, and, and this happens all the time to Jeffrey. And he goes, oh my God, you must be Jen. I'm like, yes, <laughs> that's me. And he's like, how was Paris? How was this? How's that? I'm like, how does he know I went to Paris? I don't know who this person is, right? And he's like, I listened to every episode of your podcast because we have a podcast together, Jeffrey and I, called Sell or Die. And he, he's like telling me things that I didn't even remember talking about because sometimes you get into like flow right. and you just talk. And right. I'm like, oh my God, this guy thinks that he and I are really good friends. Like, like it's I could, awesome. I could feel the connection. Like he knew so much about me. He was like in it with me, except I had never heard of him. Okay. I would have walked right by him. I didn't know who he was. And that's the power of selling socially is your ability to impact other people in a positive way and influence them in a positive way. I mean, influence and give them inspiration and positivity and hope and strategies that'll help accelerate their growth. And so that's the cool thing. One of the other things I teach is like have a platform where you're showing up consistently because we had this podcast and he was literally like, I listened to three episodes. I had a long drive today. I got caught up and I'm just like, Oh my God. So there's the old saying is it's who, you know, but I really think it's who knows you. What you say is so true because now our prospects, our clients, our networking partners, they're right on the other side of a screen. I'm looking at a camera now but so much more of a closer connection. I think you're our ninth or 10th episode. I, I don't remember where we are in the numbers, but that's nine or 10 guests we've had. You're the first one that I've met in person. The very first LinkedIn training I ever took was given by, she was then Jennifer Gluckow down in New York City. And um, so, so you're the first one, but all the other guests that we've had have been people that, that I've known though, and I've had conversations with and have connected with. And relationship, friendships. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, Bryn and I started working together before we actually met in person. And it was in person that I turned to her and said, so, hey, can I add social sales link to my experience section on LinkedIn? Because we were doing some <laughs> stuff together. It's so very important. I, I think it's, it's Larry Levine who says, you know, business is personal. All business is personal. So you're just really bringing that home for sure. What you said about um, physically distancing over social distancing, I'm a hundred percent on board with, I mean, like who wants anyone in their personal space anyway? Like, let's be real here. Okay. But can we get closer online and even eventually in person is going to come back eventually. Mm -hmm. And I'm still going to want my, my little bubble around me, which is like my energy bubble. But, uh, you know, this notion of using social media as a platform 
to connect with your audience in a way that makes them love you and want to buy from you and want to grow because of whatever it is you're offering or profit more or win more, whatever it is you're selling, right? And there's going to be a lot of salespeople who are listening to this who have already poo-pooed it, who have already said, oh, no, 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 my buyers aren't online. My buyers don't buy like that. They, they won't watch my live videos. They won't show up to uh, whatever online. Not true. So let's get real practical and tactical here for just one moment. Last question is what tip or, or strategy are you teaching your clients right now that if they do it consistently, will create opportunities for them? This is going to sound really simple, but just show up with authenticity. That's number one. And be real about who you are. You don't need to be someone else because you're on a screen. Like I'm sitting here talking to you. I have no makeup on because I didn't put on makeup today. Okay. That's who I am. I don't like wearing makeup. If I have to, I'll do it. Okay. But you know what? That's who I am. So I wasn't going to put on makeup to put on a show for our zoom call. Like this is me. You get me. I'm here for my brain, not for like whatever my face looks like. And so just show up with that. That's number one consistently. Like when we started our podcast, we were kind of like hodgepodge, like whenever we wanted to do, whenever we got the inspiration, we would do one. And people want a routine. People want to fit you and your social selling piece into their routine. So do it with consistency and then differentiate yourself. And the way to differentiate yourself is through creativity. Okay. I had a client called me up and he said, I sell furniture for companies to buy and then resell. Okay. So he was in a wholesaler and he's like, but no one can come anymore. This was at the beginning of COVID. What do I do? And I was like, okay, let's do video tours. Let's set up zooms with your camera when you're walking around. He's like, my Wi-Fi is not good. Okay. Let's get a booster. Like there's all these things you can do to stand out. I don't know. Bryn, I don't know if you shop at Lululemon and Bill, maybe you do it. And as their stores began to shut their creativity online began to grow and innovate at such an incredible speed. I needed shorts for the summer, but I didn't want shorts that were too short, but I couldn't go try them on because the stores were closed. So I went to their website to try and figure it out on my own. And I got this, hey, would you like our sales consultant to meet with you for whatever you're looking for? And I'm like, sure. So I say yes. And then they're like, would you like a FaceTime call, a Zoom meeting or some other option? I was like, this is cool. Let's FaceTime. So this girl comes on from Chicago. She's like, okay, I know you were looking for shorts. So I'm wearing mine. This is where they come up to on me. What do you think? I don't even have to leave my home to go shopping anymore. And I have a personal shopper right in my, on my phone. This is so freaking cool. There's so many lessons in that story, right? Like so continue to innovate, be creative. To me, it's about literally stepping into your customer's shoes. If you are them, what would make it easy for them to buy? What would make it fun for them to buy? How could you help them the most? And you really have to think about it from their perspective, not yours, because Lululemon could have said, oh, we have a showroom online. Like that's what they have, right? But no, they said, hey, we have buyers who can't come to our stores. What happens when they come to stores? They know how things look on them. Let's try this program. And they did. She, she told me she was part of a beta program. And if it worked well, they were going to expand it. You know, and now I have a relationship with a rep who I can message whenever, which is more than I ever had when I walked into a store. And you keep telling the story over and over again. So you're giving them free advertising. You know, and this 
goes back to your earlier story about being outside the store. It's giving people not what you think they want, right? So that's the golden rule. Treat people how you want to, you want to be treated, but you took it to what I call the platinum rule, treating others the way that they want to be treated. That's the tactic for everyone. Listen, as we're winding this down, Jen, thank you so much. Such great value from everyone. How can people support you, get in touch with you? Um, I can't be part of the breakthrough babes, but maybe you'll do a breakthrough bros. So maybe at some point we'll have breakthrough bros. I kind of like the name. I'm going to go by the URL. You can just connect with me on Instagram. I'm at Jen Gittimer. I hate to say this, but I'm not as active as I should be on LinkedIn. You we can, can find me there, Jen for Gittimer. <laughs> but I, I respond to every message on Instagram. I love connecting there. And it's just at Jen Gittimer. Hey, thank you so much. A lot of value in this episode. So everyone get a hold of Jen and go check out her book, Sales in a New York Minute. All right, everyone. Thanks for coming to Making Sales Social. Thanks for listening and join us again for more special guest instructors bringing you marketing, sales training, and social selling strategies that will set you apart. Don't forget to subscribe to get the latest episodes from the Making Sales Social podcast. Leave a review down below. Tell us what you think, what you learned, and what you want to hear from us next. You can also listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play. Visit our website, socialsaleslink.com, for more information.